You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome, folks. Uh, don't worry. We are here. We are here. Uh, look, folks, I let me just say uh, sorry to miss last week, but uh, hopefully you guys were, were uh, thrilled with a or, or – how should I say this? You were um, honored, or I was honored, <laughs> with you having a best of last week. Uh, I was uh, out uh, town uh, last week, so again, my apologies, my apologies. So, uh, But again, folks, uh, I know some of you might be going, where was the pointless intro? Don't worry, that's coming up later when we come out of a break, or maybe when we go to a break, or maybe both. Who knows? But uh, it's live radio, folks. But we're here. We're here now. Um, but again, thanks, uh, thanks everyone for listening and sorry, sorry for missing last week, but I'm here and ready to rock and roll, folks. We've, there's just a, a lot to talk about. Um, I, I have to say a couple of things though. Let me, let me start with this. Um, I had the pleasure of going to the 80th anniversary of uh, Bike Week, which was just happened this past week. Uh, I wasn't there. That's not why I missed the show, because believe you me, I would have loved to have done the show live from Bike Week, but I, I wasn't able to get down there in time. Uh, but I was down there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And uh, it was absolutely fantastic. This was the 80th anniversary for Bike Week. And if you're not familiar with Bike Week, uh, well, then you're not a biker. So it's understandable. But uh, uh, I, I say that jokingly because, look, there's uh, there's lots of you out there who love Bike Week, love bikers. You love the idea. You may not ride. Maybe you're not comfortable or maybe something you just can't ride. Uh, but, you know, that's okay. That's fine. And the folks down in Daytona, I got to say, uh, they're wonderful, wonderful people down there. Because they uh, they put up with us uh, bikers coming in and inundating their streets and <laughs> for for a full week, but it's absolutely a fantastic time. And I have got kudos, absolute kudos to Rick DeSantis. You guys have heard me say this before, but I'm going to say it again. Absolutely, the award for the best governor in the United States of America across all the land, across all 50 states, hands down. The best governor award has got to go to Rick DeSantis. This guy is absolutely awesome. He's on fire down there in Florida. Uh, he's not, he fears not of the media. He could care less what the media thinks about him. He cares less what the Democrats think about him. He cares about the people of Florida and it is obvious that he puts them first. And, uh, that was on display down in Florida. So I, I just have to kudos to him uh, because he's doing a fantastic job down there, folks. They are they're killing it with the vaccine. They're they're putting more shots in the arms than than just about any other state. Uh, DeSantis is doing it right. He he made sure to target the elderly. Uh, you know these states out there that are worried about what color skin they're putting the shot in is ridiculous. It ought to be if you're the most susceptible to this disease. If you're if you're if you're going to die from this virus. Well, let's put it this way: if you're in a high high probability that you would die from coronavirus you should get that shot first uh hollywood shouldn't get to jump the line and they are in california folks the hollywoodians these folks who are healthy out there who don't even need this freaking vaccine they're jumping the line of the people who do need it yeah that's going on in california libtard land yeah the people who say they care about the little guy yeah 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 right they don't care about the little guy until their butt is covered first um 
So, look, down in Florida, he's doing – Rick DeSantis is doing a great job. And uh, Bike Week was phenomenal, I just got to say. And, and I got to give a big shout-out to some of my listeners in, in Daytona who opened their doors to me and – and uh, my better half and and my and a friend of mine, uh, they absolutely opened their doors and look these folks, they are uh, they're awesome listeners and they're huge NASCAR fans. But I think I opened the door a little bit for them to become big motorcycle fans. Uh, this listener, a couple of these listeners of mine in Daytona, uh, went to the Daytona 200 on Saturday with me, and the Daytona 200 is just is an all out. Awesome motorcycle race with the uh, with uh, what some people affectionately call crotch rockets. <laughs> These are the sport bikes, the bikes that'll do 200 miles an hour. And uh, the Daytona 200 was on Saturday, and these these listeners went with me. And man, what an awesome time we had! So I, I'm I'm hopefully converting these NASCAR fans, uh, not to take away from their NASCAR. NASCAR's awesome, and they'll always be NASCAR fans. Uh, but I'm hoping to to increase their their fanship and include the motorcycles so they can be a fan of motorcycles and they do love bike week it's funny because they 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 love the the environment and everything so that's great and they don't ride but they can still be fans and it's awesome and so they enjoyed the 200 and then as if it wasn't enough that i put these poor listeners through the daytona 200 they actually sat and joined me while i watched the supercross race on saturday night uh which which is you know you guys who listen to me a long time know that a passion of mine is motocross and so um a big 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 shout out to these fans in daytona my radio fans in daytona this 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 family they they were just absolutely awesome wonderful host I cannot thank them enough cannot thank them enough um so anyway all right so bike week was great i just wanted to get that out i i tell you the people there were fantastic there were thousands and thousands and thousands of bikers and there the businesses were open the businesses were thriving the restaurants were thriving uh they weren't you know what the best part about Florida was this past weekend? If you wanted to wear a mask, you could wear it. If you wanted to keep three feet or six feet or whatever feet, you could do it the best you could. Uh, if you didn't want to go to the restaurant, you didn't have to. It was your choice. Uh, so that it was just absolutely wonderful. That's the way it should be. A bunch of healthy people ought to be able to get together and go do what they want to do um, and, and, and save these businesses that are dying, especially the restaurant industry. So... A big, big shout out to Florida. It was just absolutely awesome. And look, folks, for those of you Democrats out there listening to me right now who are freaking out and going, oh, it's a super spreader. It's a super spreader. Yeah, I'm going to get to a super spreader here. If Bike Week is a super spreader and putting on a MAGA hat makes you a super spreader or or questioning the Biden administration makes you a super spreader, we're going to talk about the border, folks. Oh, we're going to talk about the border. And we're going to talk about the people that are coming across, the non-citizen that we know are bringing the virus with them. We know they're positive virus, and they're bringing it over. And the Biden administration saying, have a good time. Welcome to the U.S. Uh, so, yeah, don't talk to me about about. Uh, making the American citizen mask up, making the American citizen lose their business. I'm about tired of hearing that. And uh, it's about time we the people stand up and push back. And, and when I mean push back, the businesses have got to open and we the people need to demand that they open and we need to demand that we can go out and be free and practice our liberty. And it's our choice. And 
and the way we're going to make these changes, folks, is by voting. Uh, I'm going to get on that horse again later today about voting. If you don't vote, you lose 100% of the time. It's as simple as that. Um, but I'm going to get beyond more on what you got to do than just vote yourself uh, because we have to throw these politicians out. Any politicians that, that is still trying to lock you down, a politician that's still trying to control what you do, uh, a politician that's trying to tell you that you can't celebrate, that you can't have a party in your house, that you can't have neighbors over at your house, that you can't gather, then that politician needs to go. That politician needs to be voted out. So uh, we'll, we'll get to some of that. So we've got a lot to do today. So thanks for bearing with me uh, and letting me talk about Bike Week because it was absolutely great. Absolutely wonderful. And then I want to give another shout out to another Florida listener, another family that's huge listeners to my show. Um, they are down and I am not even going to say the name of this part of Florida because I always get it wrong. And when I say it, it always sounds like I'm saying a dirty word and I just can't, can't help myself. So, <laughs> so I'm just going to say that this family lives near Cape Canaveral. And uh, they invited me down, and uh, me and my better half went in, went went to, to the house uh, with another friend of mine, and they uh, welcomed us into their home. And and boy, did they! He, my friends smoked this awesome fillet, and we had steak and <clears throat> and other starches. Let's lots of starches. Let's put let me put it that way. And and a couple of vegetables. There were some vegetables. Um, so it was fantastic. So, so big shout out to the listeners down there near Cape Canaveral. Big shout out to the listeners in Daytona. I had an absolute blast spending time with you guys this weekend, and I cannot wait to do it again. And I cannot wait to to uh, for next year's Bike Week. Uh, it was just fantastic. So, but look, folks. If you've got an awesome outing or, or something that's going on, email me, victor at americaswebradio.com, victor at americaswebradio.com. I am not big enough yet to not come visit you, so I will not say no. So if you want me to come visit, I will. So I, I have not reached the point to where I can't do that. So um, look, folks, I will always do that. You, My listeners will always come first. So, all right, let me move on a little bit. So I... Folks, we are hearing on a daily basis, a daily basis, that you still can't do anything, that we still must we, – we, we, we have to – now it's not six feet, it's three feet, and I'll get into that a little bit later. But we are still talking restrictions for the American citizen. And, and folks, for all intents and purposes, I know I am going to make some Democrats run to their cry closet in a, in, in, when I say this, and, I, and I'm going to make some Democrats uh, – Take a collective. Why well, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to be nice. Oh, I'm just. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. Um, but collectively, I'm going to send some Democrats into a hot attack moment right now. Because folks, we are at the point now <clears throat> to where the Wuhan virus, the COVID nineteen, the Corona, this virus is a hard case of the flu now, with the vaccine out. And natural natural immunity already happening. And then the folks who already had it with their immunity. And then with the therapeutics that are out there. We are at the point now where the coronavirus is a heavy case of the flu. Even the elderly population, which do not misunderstand me. If you're elder, look, 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 folks, this is simple. If you're elderly, if you're overweight, or if you are have some kind of ailment, then you should always take extra precaution. My goodness, you don't even want to get the regular flu. 
So don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I am not saying that the coronavirus still can't hurt people. But what I am saying, if we have made amazing, amazing advancement in fighting the coronavirus, uh, thank you, thank you for President Trump and Operation Warp Speed. Now, I'm, I'm getting about tired of Biden trying to take credit, but I told you folks months ago that Biden would take try and take credit for the vaccine. Uh, Biden is out there trying to convince you, along with the sycophant media, along with 98% of the media trying to tell you that there wasn't enough vaccinations to go around. They're trying to tell you that the procurement of the vaccines wasn't done by President Trump. And that is a flat out 100% lie. And if you want to look it up, just take a little time. You can look this up and find this information yourself. Through Operation Warp Speed, President Trump and his team, they allocated and they secured hundreds of millions of doses of the vaccine from companies that haven't even come out with an approved vaccine yet. That's how far ahead they were looking. They procured Johnson and Johnson. They procured uh, Moderna and they procured the other one that I'm not Pfizer. And then they didn't stop there. They procured vaccinations from other companies that are, that are going to hit the market here soon, but they did it by millions and millions of millions. In fact, Europe, you can find stories where Europe is behind the United States because of President Trump, because of what President Trump, when he went to these companies and said, we're going to buy, we're going to pay you now for the vaccine later. So we're going to pay you for that burger today. Uh, no, I'm sorry. We're going to take that burger from you. Well, let me get this. Let me, let me, let me start over because I'm going to mess that, that, that up. So basically what he did was he were paying you today. And we're giving you the, the road, clearing the road for you to get this vaccine out, but we're going to pay you today for that vaccine tomorrow. That's what President Trump did. So when Biden and his administration and the 98% of the media is out there telling, trying to tell you that there wasn't, there was no procurement for the vaccine, that is a flat out lie. An absolute lie. And, uh, so the, the, the problem is not that there's a number that the vaccine, the problem are the Democrat states that are letting vaccines go to waste because they're trying to pick and choose based on color and based on creed, uh, or based on some victim box on who gets the vi- the, the vaccine first. And that's ridiculous. It ought to be with whoever is the most susceptible to, to dying from this disease. They should get the shot first. It's as simple as that. Uh, basically look at Flo- what Florida is doing. They got it right. Uh, all right, folks, we're going to go to our first break. When we come back, I am going to dive into this border crisis and I'm going to dive into it hard. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is On Point with Victor. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. 
And uh, this is a good point to bring in that uh, many of our returning veterans do have a problem fitting in, and many of them um, wind up homeless. In fact, one out of every four homeless are veterans, generally speaking. Now, in Atlanta, we happen to have a lady called Frankie Holbrook, and she's a street minister, and she does a wonderful, wonderful job. And she's got Forsyth Central High School. There's a girls' club there, and they figured out how to take those plastic bags that we get in from Kroger's and Publix and any and everywhere, and uh, I know I use them uh, to line trash cans on occasions or whatever, but I always wind up with more than I know what to do with. So I offered Frankie that if you have those plastic bags and you'll put them in a big trash bag and you can drop them off here at the station, 500 Sugar Mill Road in Sandy Springs, Georgia, and Frankie and her people will come by and pick them up, and they make they knit or weave mats out of these, and that's for the homeless people where they can sleep on dry concrete with the mat under them, or during the summertime when it's so hot, the sidewalks are so hot that you can't sleep. It's a cool place to sleep. So they make a use out of them instead of just throwing them away bring them to the station and uh, they need it takes 500 of those plastic bags to make one mat so we need all the mat all the plastic bags we can get and you're welcome to bring them by we're open basically from nine to nine to three daily and um, like i said frankie and her people will come by and and pick them up or if you just want to buy a thousand of them they they cost uh, $15 a thousand and you can go to shine his light and get the information on how to buy them and have them drop ship to Frankie. Anyway, we appreciate it. And, uh, we'll be back with more of Victor right after this. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. Look, this is America's Web Radio, and you are listening to Victor Armendariz with the On Point with Victor show. Hey, look, folks, so uh, if you got those plastic bags, bring them to us, bring them to us, drop them off off at the station. Uh, We will uh, be very, very happy to take them off your hands, and especially you Democrats out there. um, You guys love to not use plastic bags, so if you've got some plastic bags, 
because I know you do. You just tell people you don't. Uh, bring them here. Do something right for a change. <laughs> so, okay. All right. Um, Folks, let's dive into this border problem. Look, there there is a crisis at the border, and this problem was not inherited. Uh, the latest line from the uh, sycophant media, I mean, it is hilarious. You, you've got the media that tells the Bidens what to, the administration what to say, or you've got the Biden administration and the Democrats telling the media what they want them to say, or telling them, hey, frame it this way, and then tell us so it looks like a, you came up with it, or or it looks like you asked us the question. I mean, it's it's so obvious. What goes on between the Democrat Party and the media, their sycophant media? I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. And it's sad. It really is sad because, you know, lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of people died and bled for the First Amendment. And the media, who should cherish the First First Amendment the most, they want to trash it the most. And they are trashing it the most. It's unbelievable. Uh, You you just can't make this stuff up. But, um, You've got a media out there that that ninety eight percent is just carrying Democrat water, and and it's sad. But uh, but look, they're out there trying to say, you know, when it was President Trump, it's crisis, crisis, crisis. President Trump eats ice cream, it's a crisis. President Trump stops at a restaurant, it's a crisis. President Trump tweets something to t- stay in contact with the American people, it's a crisis. Uh, the border under President Trump, oh, according to the Democrats, it was a crisis. But now, here we are under Dementia Joe and his administration and the Democrats and the ridiculous open border policy they have. It is clearly a crisis. And folks, don't get me wrong. We've had a crisis for a long time. My point is to show you the, du- the duplicity of the Democrat media. Under President Trump, it's a crisis. Under Dementia Joe and his gang of socialists, it's not a crisis. So right now, listen to the media fall over themselves to call the border problem everything but a crisis. And the Biden won't call it a crisis. Uh, his his uh, chief of staff won't call it a crisis. They're going, I mean, it's everything but a crisis. It's a man-made border problem. It's a Trump-made border problem. It's it's a uh, a humanitarian issue. It's a humanitarian event. Oh, there's a border event going on, but it's not a crisis, according to the Democrats and Dementia Joe. And David, you look like you have a comment. Well, and that Jen, Jean, Jen, whatever her name yeah, is. Yeah, the press Basky. secretary. Yeah, mm-hmm. saying that, uh, oh, we inherited such a terrible disaster. <laughs> That's the new line. Yeah. That is the we new line. We inherited. Uh, with that being said, I, <laughs> well, we all know better. And um, mm-hmm. old Joe hadn't got anybody else to blame it on except himself. <laughs> except himself. And, uh, oh, did you see where the Post had come out with, uh, with the fact that they made up the oh. story about <laughs> Trump calling Georgia governor and said, yes. sign the fraud. Yep. So they they actually came out and admitted that they made up most of not all of that phone call. And, and where's the media reporting that? You're probably not going to see it, but you will hear it here, as David just uh, told you guys. And, and David, you're 100% right. And what I was alluding to is now you're hearing the latest line is, oh, we inherited this problem. You'll hear it from Pelosi. You'll hear it from Schumer. You're going to hear it from Dementia Joe. You're going to hear it from his press secretary. Oh, we inherited a border problem from President Trump. Folks, let me remind you, 
It was President Trump that was building the wall. It was President Trump that actually took the border crisis seriously when he went in because he, in fact, did inherit a problem from the Obama administration. And Trump was the only one. And the reason why Trump beat 17 or 18 other Republicans is because he was the only one that stood on the stage and said, we've got to do something to fix the border problem. We need to fix our immigration laws. And he was the only one with the courage to say it. And President Trump was the only one who actually lived up to his promise and was building the wall. There was nothing wrong with securing the border, and that was President Trump. That's what he was doing for four years. So don't tell me, Dementia Joe, don't read your teleprompter, Dementia Joe, and tell me that you inherited this problem from Trump. If you look up till 2020, when Trump was in office, uh, deportations were actually, I believe, were going down because the crossings were down. Uh, you know, the president of Mexico, who I need to say because I was not a fan of this guy when he was running and when he got elected, but I have to say the president of Mexico has done a way better job than I thought he would do. And the president of Mexico actually, uh, he said this not too long ago, really respects and likes President Trump. And because of the relationship and the leadership of President Trump, the president of Mexico was actually doing some things to help the people in Mexico. They were actually stopping a lot of the the people in Mexico, the Mexicans who were coming here, actually aren't coming here in droves anymore. It really, the problem is Guatemala, Honduras, especially Honduras, um, Nicaragua, Venezuela. Um, there's a lot of these, Panama, most of these migrants are coming up from there because Mexico actually worked with President Trump. And, and as much fodder that went on about the wall and who was going to pay for it and all that mess, the fact of the matter is the Trump administration was doing something to secure the border. He was giving the border security, the border agents, the border patrol, he was giving them the tools they needed to actually help with the border. And ladies and gentlemen, by securing the border, we're not just securing the sovereignty of the United States of America. We're actually helping the people who are being abused and used by cartels, by uh, the coyotes, and by the Democrat Party on this country. I hate to say it, but yes, I'm going to say it. They were being used. These people that are being sold into sex trafficking, these people that are being used for drug trafficking, these people that are being uh, uh, abused by by absorbent amount of money that it costs for that they have to pay the cartels and the coyotes to get here these people are being abused there are people drowning in the rivers trying to cross because the coyotes are bringing them trying to bring them across uh, there are people dying in hot heated uh semi-truck beds the the, the containers this is happening because they're trying to get here, and this is happening because of the people that are trying to get them here. And uh, by by what President Trump was doing, he was actually helping these people. And by working with Mexico, Mexico was actually becoming a place that could offer jobs and offer a solution for these people instead of them having to all run to the U.S. They were working together. And now you've got Dementia Joe and, and, and the Democrat Party trying to convince you, the American citizen, that they inherited this problem? Folks, you look up until the moment Biden took office. When Biden was inaugurated and he, look, Biden said to come on, come one, come
come all, the border is open. He didn't use exactly those words, but his message throughout campaigning has always been, we're going to open the borders. You're welcome here. And if you don't believe me, go look up the, the, the senior administration for person, one of these senior administration people for Biden, who just a few weeks ago was saying, oh, wait a minute. Now's not the time to come. You're all welcome. Oh, but now's not the time. Because they're being inundated as soon as President Biden took office. The border crisis just exploded. And you cannot sit here and tell me that it was inherited. You cannot blame President Trump because you, you, President Biden, are doing the exact opposite of what President Trump was doing. You, Democrats, are doing the exact opposite of what President Trump was doing. So you cannot change policy and open the border and then blame your predecessor. You can say it and you can try it, but most of us out here, we are far too intelligent for you to pull that over on us. And folks, I need you. I need you out there because I know most of my listeners out there, I know you guys get it and you understand it. But there's a time now. The time has come where you've got to start explaining. You've got to start talking to people, your friends, your family, uh, whoever it is. Just start talking, not argue, not fight. Just talk with them and start pointing out the obvious duplicity that's coming from the Democrats. When, when, when your predecessor does one thing and then you come into office and you completely reverse course, you cannot then blame the problem on your predecessor. Now, if Biden had to come in, and if he had kept the building of the wall going, if he had kept the tools going to the Border Patrol, had he kept the Trump policy, and then the border was being invaded still like it is today, then he could say, yeah, I inherited this. But when you change policy, you cannot say you inherited the problem. We will be right back. Don't you go anywhere. This is On Point with Victor. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. And don't forget where to bring those plastic bags. If you got your paper ready, you just need to come by. We're open from basically... Nine in the morning until two in the afternoon, and uh, you can bring them by 500 Sugar Mill Road, Suite 247A, which is in Building A, and that's where we get our name from, 247A. Bring those plastic bags back, and we'll make sure that Shine is Light Ministry gets a hold of them, and you'll feel good because you're doing something for the homeless people. And it may not sound like much, but... The, I'd rather sleep on a dry piece of ground than a wet piece of concrete. And uh, same way with a hot piece of concrete. So bring those bags by, and we'll make sure they're delivered to Frankie Holbrook. Or you can go to her website, Shine His Light uh, Ministries, and find out where you can order them and have them shipped direct to Frankie. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. 
And we are back. And folks, let me tell you something. I'm going to go ahead and throw Roger B on the uh, under the bus here. Uh, if you come between two and three to drop off your bags, I'll make sure you get a picture with Roger B, host of Locked and Loaded. So, so uh, don't worry. I'll, I'll I'll take my punishment later. But <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and put that out there. If you want to drop off your plastic bags and help uh, the uh, share his light ministry, uh, bring your plastic bags between two and three, and I'll make sure you get a picture with Roger B., host of Locked and Loaded. <laughs> be be yeah, sure that to uh, put them in a big uh, trash bag and um, because then the trash bag can be used like a uh, like a uh, uh, raincoat. Uh, <laughs> That's, true. That's true. And if you have any old tarps or anything like that, we'll be glad to see that Frankie and her group get them. So. Abs- absolutely, and, and tarps are great. Yeah, uh, I use them myself for other things. So uh, absolutely, so, but uh, but yeah, do that, folks. Bring bring them by, bring them by. Let's let's help them out. It, it's let's let's actually do something. Let's don't uh, give out talk and fodder like the Democrats do. Let's let's do action. You know, we we here on the conservative side, on the libertarian side, on the independent side, we are people of action. We are voters of action. So let's let's actually do something instead of uh, throw out some nice pretty words and pretty phrases like uh, the Democrats do. So all right, let me let me give you some numbers now folks i want to you know we're going to dive a little more into this border border problem so the southwest border of the united states crossings are on pace to be the highest levels in 20 years thank you joe biden thank you democrats so let me repeat that as of today, the southwest border crossings are on pace to be the highest than they've been in 20 years. So the uh, Biden administration likes to talk about these new facilities that they're building. They're not telling you that they're container, uh, containers like shipping containers that they're stuffing children in and people in. Um, but they're just telling you we've got these new facilities. The new facilities down there at the border are at 700% capacity. 700% capacity, folks. Um, and it doesn't stop there. So just recently, the feds under Biden's – I don't even want to say leadership because you can't call what Biden is doing leadership. But, uh, well, Greg, I mean, Puppet David, theater. Yes, there you go. I like that public theater. So, so more, puppet, pu- pu- more of this theater. puppet theater. That's yes. that I like, David. So, so more coming from the puppet theater. The feds just put three thousand migrants, uh, illegals. They're illegals. Notice, I'm not saying I'm not saying immigrants because these are migrants coming over here illegally. The feds just put three thousand of them in the Dallas Convention Center. In Dallas, Texas. So why do you think that is? Why do you think the feds would be so willing, the Biden administration, the Democrats, are so willing, A, to open the border, B, to just throw them into these cities, uh, namely in Texas? And I'll tell you why. I'm glad you asked. Uh, the Democrats want a new voter uh, voter roll. They, they want to bring a new voting class in, and they want to turn red states blue. And if you can inundate red states with illegals and then somehow get the illegals to vote, and folks, there is no, no secret that this ridiculous bill the Democrats are trying to pass 
uh, tries to legalize mail-in voting on all 50 states. And uh, it also requires zero identification, zero ID. It, you just grab yourself a ballot and you drop it in the box. You're going to tell me that illegals aren't going to be voting? And that's what the Democrats want. They want to change the red states blue. And if they can get Texas, then uh, bye-bye United States. And, folks, that's what they're doing. And it's awful because they're using and abusing the migrant to get more power. It's as simple as that. Uh, and, and I look, folks, if you're a new listener, let me let me pause for a second. If you are a new listener to the On Point with Victor show, my heritage is Mexican. I am Hispanic. My family, they hail from Spain and Mexico, all on my father's side. And uh, I know what I'm talking about when I talk about the border. And I don't think that I don't have a big place in my heart for the migrant the big place in my heart because I have seen abject poverty if you haven't been to places in Mexico that I have been you haven't seen real poverty folks real poverty is taking any cardboard box you can find and attaching it to banana leaves and that's your house you don't have a big screen TV from the government you don't have an iPhone from the government you don't get internet from the government you don't you don't get any of these things. you don't get free I mean folks you don't you they don't even get food stamps down there in some of these areas that's abject poverty so I understand what it's like for somebody to look north and go there's this place called the United States where I can go and become anything I want to become that I don't have to stay poor because I can go there that is the land of freedom and liberty I don't, I don't blame them. I understand it. But there's a better way to do this, folks. There's a better way that, that we can actually help countries help their own people and then help the people who can get, who want to come here. We can do it the right way. We have a need in this country. You know, if we would unleash this economy, let me remind you that before the Wuhan virus hit, we had 7 million more jobs than we had people to fill them. That is the Trump economy, or that was the Trump economy. Let me repeat that. Before the Wuhan virus hit, we had 7 million more jobs than we had people able to fill those jobs. So the argument has never been, do we need immigration or, or can we have immigration? The argument is we need legal immigration. If you're going to come here, you should come here legally, as my father did, and assimilate to the American culture. And yes, despite what the Democrats say, we have an American culture. We have one that is bred in liberty and freedom. The American way, that is our culture. And we should teach all immigrants that culture. Because if you're running here, you're probably running from socialism or communism or some type of Marxism or some type of socialized democracy. There's a reason you're running from the country you're running from. There's a reason you're willing to drown or die falling off a fence to get into the United States. 
And that reason is because we are the beacon of freedom. We are the beacon of hope. We are the beacon of liberty. We are the people, the American people. We are the culture that welcomes anyone else. It doesn't matter your religion. It doesn't matter your creed. But if you want to become an American, that's what matters to us. We have pride in the fact that millions of people will leave their homeland and come to our homeland because they want to become Americans. They want to become part of that shining city that sits on the hill that represents freedom of thought, freedom of speech, liberty to go out and pursue your happiness. Not what the government tells you should be your happiness, but your quest, your idea of happiness. That is who we are as a country, as a people. Folks, We are the most giving people on the planet, and you've heard me say this before, but we shouldn't give up our country because a certain political party wants to have absolute power over their citizens. We can't do that, folks. We must save this country, not not because we we think we're better than everybody, but because (laughs) we do more to help people than any country in this world and and we can do it we really can do it for millions and millions of people if we just unleash the shackles of our own oppressive government which is now ruling the day uh the democrats control the presidency they the executive branch and they control the legislative branch legislative branch they have the house they have the senate they have the the presidency and look what's happening so let me just clarify by saying if we live by the rules of freedom, if we truly love liberty, if we truly love the United States Constitution, and we truly restrict government, which in this country, government is to be small. Federal government is to be small. The states are to handle most of the duties of the government role because we need capitalism. We need the American ingenuity to run free. We don't need to burden it with, with ridiculous regulations and overtaxation. If we do that, as President Trump did, then this economy grows and grows and grows, and we can welcome more and more and more immigrants, and we can do it the right way, and then we can give them jobs. We, we can give so many people jobs, and who knows? Maybe they'll learn a trade and go back to their country, and maybe they'll help fix their country. I, I mean, it, it, it could be this wonderful two-way road. But right now, it's a one-way road, and everyone's trying to get here, and the Biden administration is saying, welcome, 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 while at the same time they're begging you, oh, don't come yet. Now's not the time because the crisis has gotten so bad. Uh, look, folks, the Biden team, I don't know who, I don't know what Democrat agency, are handing out T-shirts to the illegal population that are trying to get here. Biden t-shirts. They're wearing t-shirts with the Biden logo. Now, you can't just go to a printer in Mexico or Honduras or Guatemala and have the official Biden logo. That official Biden logo came from one place and one place only, and that's the Democrat Party or someone affiliated with the Democrat Party. 
So don't kid yourself and think that these migrants just suddenly... I'm going to make myself a Biden t-shirt. They can't afford the shoes on their feet. They can barely afford to buy bread to eat or water to drink. And you're going to tell me that they somehow found a way to go buy and purchase a t-shirt. No. These t-shirts are being handed to them for optics. So they can come up to the border with their Biden t-shirt and going, oh, Biden, oh, Biden, please let me in. I mean, folks, all of this at the border could be avoided, but it's being caused by a Democrat party with with a little help from establishment Republicans. I'm not going to name them because I don't want to upset my listeners in Daytona. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but look, folks, we have to laugh. Don't ever, 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 ever let a day go by that you don't smile and you don't laugh. You have to. Uh, but anyway, but look, there. unfortunately, there are some establishment Republicans that believe in amnesty. Um, <clears throat> or amnesty. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. No, but look, there there are some establishment Republicans that believe in amnesty, and, and, and they, they work with the chambers of commerce, and they want open borders. They want open borders because they want cheap labor. Democrats want open borders because they want votes. Um, all right, folks. We will be right back. We're going to take the next break, and uh, I've got lots more, so don't go away. We'll be right back. This is America's Web Radio. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. Welcome back. So uh, let me let me make another observation, folks. I, I I do not I don't want this to be a prediction, but I want to go ahead and put this out there. If you think the terrorist organizations, if you think they've just uh, you know since Trump really really laid into them, if you think they just laid down and they're not planning things, then you are sadly mistaken. Especially now that you've got somebody like Dementia Joe uh, heading things up. If you think that terrorist organizations aren't paying attention to what's going on at our border, uh, then you're kidding yourself. So, at what point are the terrorists going to take a look at what's going on and going, you know what? It's pretty easy to get somebody to cross that border with a backpack. Maybe we should put a little explosive in a backpack and uh, send them across 
the river or across the border somewhere. Folks, you are absolutely kidding yourself or whistling by the graveyard, so to speak, if you don't think our adversaries, which are terrorist groups out there, if you don't think they are paying attention to what's going on at the border. Uh, right now, folks, the, the border is being inundated and people are crossing like crazy. And if you don't think a terrorist group can just m- m- put people in between all these other Hispanic people um, and get over here, then you're kidding yourself. So what's going to happen? Um, are, 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 what city is going to be targeted? What what mall or or and again, I, God willing, this never happens. But I have to say and point out that you know darn well that these terrorists are planning something and that they're looking at the border and if they could come across, they're going to try to come across. And is it going to take Americans dying again? Before the Biden administration calls the border crisis a crisis, um, uh, folks, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I, I, I just, I, ha- you cannot, with an intelligent face or or a straight face, sit here and 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 try and tell me that terrorist groups aren't paying attention to what's going on. Um, my goodness, CNN was at the border the other day. The other day, a journal, journalist, and I'm using air quotes, was uh, for CNN, was on the border the other day, and they shouted out, as, the, as these droves of people came across, they shouted out, where are you from, where are you from? And they gleefully shouted out, Honduras, we're from Honduras, as they strolled across. And you want to tell me that you don't think terrorists are taking note on what's going on. So, I mean, folks, we have to be diligent. So, look, coming up next is Locked and Loaded with Roger B. after my show. You maybe want to tune in. Maybe you want to hear some things that Roger has to say on how to protect yourself. Because the duty of protecting yourself is going to fall on you, the citizen. The, for your first responder, look in the mirror because it's going to be you. And you better be prepared. And I, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just saying it's better to be prepared than be unprepared. So, um, so all right, look. So you've got this open border. You've got feds putting migrants in convention centers in cities. Um, you've got the wall, the building of the wall. That was the first thing Biden did when he got inaugurated. I think it took five minutes, not even, to stop the building of the wall. Um but what did the Democrats do? Well, my goodness, we've got to build a wall around the Capitol. Folks, there's barbed wire around the Capitol, the people's Capitol. The government of the United States belongs to the people, the citizens. And they're building walls and barbed wire fences around it. But they can't do it at the border? So the Democrat politician is perfectly fine with barricading uh, the Capitol and separating it from the people who own it, but they won't put up a wall or barbed wire or anything like that on the border. They want to open the border. So, uh, I mean, it makes no sense. And then you've got Joe Biden who will not say the word crisis. You've got the media who won't say the word crisis. You've got his his press secretary who won't say the word crisis. Um, 
So, folks, look, you, you need to come close to your listening device. You need to hear me. You need to hear me well. Um, this game that the Dems are playing, uh, with the help of 98, 99% of the media, is absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. And, you, and if you haven't picked up on it, start paying attention. What they call things under President Trump and what they call things under Biden, look how they've changed their vernacular. Um, why would they do that? The, the, the situation at the border has has progressively, progressively gotten worse since Biden was in. I guess it's okay because they call themselves progressives. It was the Democrats who said, Joe Biden will be the most progressive president ever. Well, okay, well, things are getting progressively worse. So is that the kind of progressive you want to be associated with? Uh, but, but as things get progressively worse, the media under under President Trump, it's a crisis. Under Biden, it's, oh, it's an issue. Oh, it's an event. Oh, it's a humanitarian event. Uh, oh, oh, there might be something going on down here. But they won't call it a crisis. Just because Biden has a D by his name and not an R. Pretty ridiculous. Uh, you know, President Trump was actually making headway. President Trump and the president of Mexico even admits it, that, that what President Trump was doing was working. But according to the Democrats and according to the media, that was a crisis. But now you've got a full-fledged assault on the southwest border. You've got people coming in from all directions, and that's not a crisis. David? i got another crisis for you. Uh-oh. Mr. Armanderas. <laughs> uh, it looks as though people are – I guess I've never understood totally the woke – but I guess they're waking up to the fact of how bad Biden is mm. as they go to fill up their cars. Oh, good point, David. And, um, <laughs> I just got a call from uh, Texas, as a matter of fact, and uh, it's going to get – it's bad, and it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. And, and people are saying, why is gas up to $3? Well, Four and five dollars in California. It, yeah, it's going to be up to 5 to $6 by the time you try to go on vacation this summer. Yeah, absolutely. And uh well, this is all Biden. You know, it's all you know, David, it's a great great point and this is why folks, he is a legendary Dave, not only because he takes phone calls from the state of Texas, but uh but legendary Dave, this is a great point. Um in fact, let me see, let me ask my listeners this. The next time you pull into the pump, and a guy next to you pulls up, guy or gal pulls up to you and has a Biden sticker on their car. Please turn to them and just look at them and go, thanks a pant load for higher gas prices. Because, David, you are 100% right. Joe Biden is responsible and the Democrats are absolutely responsible for the increase in gas prices. We were in some places of the country under $2 for gas under President Trump. And the minute Biden was inaugurated, so as soon as he stopped the border wall construction, he turned and he started closing pipelines. And he started messing with our energy independence and our energy supply. And when you mess with the energy supply, that's going to cause prices to go up. So it is 100% on Biden and the Democrats. Why, folks, you are going and you're not paying a dollar. 80 anymore you're paying 280 290 and in some places we're already seeing five dollar gas that is because of biden so when you pull into the pump and you see a biden bumper sticker please tell them thank you thanks a pant load for higher gas prices and uh, there's another thing that goes along with this that and i can't get into any detail but you don't mess with texans (laughs) that's right don't mess with texas they uh, 
they're not going to put up with it. Mm-hmm. Just like Abbott's not putting up with it right uh, now as far as the uh, mm-hmm. immigration situation goes. You know, that's, border a, crossing. that's a good point, too, because Abbott's doing a um, – Right now, uh, he is doing a great job because he's, he's he's suing the Biden administration because they are willy-nilly trying to change immigration law, and immigration law cannot be changed from the executive branch. It must go through legislation. Folks, I don't know if Oh, any, but you can change voting laws with that <laughs> going. Right. But apparently you can change, and that's a great another point because I did have a piece of Georgia news, which I, uh, if I can't get to today, we'll get to. And, folks, let me go ahead and apologize. We were going to have two hours today, but we're not because, luckily, Roger B. is able to make it today. So there will be a Locked and Loaded with Roger B. as soon as my show ends. So at 2 o'clock today, you will hear Roger B. Not another hour of uh, On Point with Victor. We had it planned just in case Roger B. couldn't make it. But he can make it. So, um, so, so be sure to tune in. It won't be another hour of On Point with Victor, but you're going to hear a great hour from Locked and Loaded with Roger B. Uh, but, um, but yes, David, we, we've got to understand that you can directly tie these things to the Biden administration, and 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 when you look at Abbott, in when you when we talk about pushing back, you look at Abbott. That's a great example in Texas, because he's taking the Biden administration to court. Um, because you cannot, folks, if you've forgotten your civics, the way our system of government is, laws have to come through the legislative branch. Only the legislative branch can create law, and then it must be passed, and then it is either upheld or shot down by the Supreme Court. Um, laws can be signed in to law by by the executive branch, but the executive branch cannot create law. So this business of Biden going around trying to change election law, trying to change um, immigration law, he doesn't have the power to do it. So thank goodness that we've got a governor like uh, Abbott in Texas who's willing to challenge uh, the the uh, President Biden. And um, kudos to him for doing that, and I hope he continues. Uh, because, folks, we again this this crisis at the border. You know, if only there were some way someone to that would list the the the, the crisis. If they would just list them, you know, maybe there was somebody. Uh, well, gosh, good thing you asked because let me go ahead and tell you. Let me go down some reasons that there's a crisis at the border. Uh, one, Biden told him to come. Uh, and if you don't believe me, just look up. Go look back when Biden was uh, doing uh, uh, the prim- debates in the primaries. Biden sat there and looked at the camera, looked at the moderator, and said, um, "I, I, we're going to welcome the immigra- uh, immigrant migrants." Let me let me get the language correct because they'll lie to you and call them immigrants. They're not. They're migrants. They're illegal migrants. Um, but Biden said, "We're going to welcome them all. Open borders." Um, a senior uh, Biden official told him, yes, you're all welcome, but don't come yet. <laughs> so, uh, you know, another thing, folks, before we close, and we're going to have to close out here soon. I'm almost out of time. Uh, the virus. You, the citizen, you, the American citizen, are told you're going to have to have virus papers. You're going to have to have vaccination. Pa- I'm sorry, vaccination papers. Uh, you have to sit in your home. But the non-citizen can come across the border untested and unmasked and go or wherever they want across the country they can move freely but you the citizen cannot that's pretty messed up folks and on that note i'm gonna leave us so you guys stay tuned locked and loaded roger b is up next i may stay around and put in my two cents and uh we'll see you next week thanks so much you're listening to america's web radio on the americas broadcast network.com thank you for listening